Hi there, Andy Peters here on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose Podcast. Let's see what we've got in store this week. Writer and broadcaster Giles Brandreth fills us in about his new book, What Goes Up White and Comes Down Yellow. <laughs> You'll find out. Luke Pritchard from The Kooks was on to tell us all about his new single, Cold Heart, which is out now from the new album, 10 Tracks to Echo in the Dark. Show chef Martha goes crazy over cherries and it's a rollover. We give guests the guest a spin and find out if anyone actually gets it. Good morning to you, Giles. Good morning. It's exciting to be talking to you because we normally pass like ships in the night running between studios. We do. I, 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 I can never understand how you get this bounce and energy. You seem to be in a different place every day of the week. How is your life? What is life normally. Explain this to people who've only just discovered that you seem to be Graham Norton's love child popping up on Virgin. What do you do, what do, you do between Monday and Friday? Explain this to us all. Do you know what, Giles? There are days when I don't know Monday from Friday and I just get put in the right place at the right time. Someone winds me up and says talk and that's what I do. Whether it's radio or television, Giles, I just do it, stop, sleep and then do it all over again. Well, I love seeing you because you always seem to be giving away vast amount of money every time i turn on the television whether it's you know gmb or lorraine or this morning there you are saying and i've got a hundred thousand pounds for you today yeah today it's yours and, and, and you're either on a beach uh, yes. or in a wood yes or walking down a street yes or, and then suddenly i open a door and you're there in person yes i mean it's quite exciting giles and i both work in the same building during the week giles is often on this morning and obviously i work on good morning britain and lorraine and the studios are right next door to each other so we bump into each other an awful lot but as it always is giles isn't it you're rushing one way and i'm always rushing the other and we genuinely never have time to say anything more than hello how are you doing a great job loving your work Exactly. That's and I'd exactly like to say loving your work right now, Giles, because I've yeah. had a look through the book and it's lovely. It's a really lovely read. And it's very much you, isn't it, in, in book it, form? It is. It's a, really, it's a family of fun. I mean, I've dedicated my grandchildren. It's a book of riddles. That's as simple as that. What goes up white and comes down yellow? Well, it could be an egg. Hey, throw it in the air. It's white when it goes up. Uh, and then when it crashes down, it comes out yellow. Uh, it, it's full of silly riddles. I mean, famous old ones like, you know, what gets wetter, the more it dries. A towel. You know the answer to that one. Exactly. Do you know the oldest riddle there is? I think this really is the, the riddle of the Sphinx. Go ahead. It's thousands of years old. Yeah. What is it that goes on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, three legs in the evening? You know the answer to that? Oh, a ta you know, yeah. table. Um, no, I don't. Go on, go on tell yeah. me. Ah, it's a human being. Why? Because in the morning, babies we crawl around on all fours of our lives at noon we walk on two legs and in the evening in our lives when we're old like the queen we might use a walking stick giving us three legs yes there you are very good so it it's for people like me who like silly i mean speaking of the queen uh what does the queen do when she burps she issues a royal pardon. <laughs> it, it's it's full of silly jokes and puns but also the, the kind of riddles that make you think and then yourself when you know giles your book what yeah. goes up white and comes down yellow it was released on thursday it is a book full of riddles and rhymes which i really really like it's not your first book though is it i've done scores of books I, basically i write a book a year i mean this is a fun book because this is a book for all the family and you know if you're if you're listening to this and you're in a queue trying to get to dover and you've got six more hours to go um <laughs> ask the kids uh, this one uh, there's a guy, he's calling his dog from the opposite side of the river. The dog crosses the river, 
without getting wet and without using a bridge or a boat. Okay? Yeah. The dog comes across the river. How come? How's this possible? Okay, now I'll tell you what, Giles, since you have posed that for everybody listening, we will leave that for now. And I'm going to do a few with you and you Good. can and you can explain. So here we go. If frozen water is ice water, what is iced ink? I stink. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, you do stink. You got, you, you got me on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, like one. this one I liked. <laughs> what goes over the fields all day and sits in the fridge all night? Oh, I know. I remember the answer to this. Is it milk? Because it, it's in the cow's udder. Exactly. If it's a nice cow it's, wandering around the field. And yes. then at night, you put it in the, in the fridge. Okay, that's a good one. I'm going to do a third one with you. This is fantastic. Okay, what runs around the garden without moving? What runs around the garden without, without moving? Without moving. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> Have we stumped him? Have we Have stumped we? him? I don't know. Is it a fence around the garden? Oh, um, we haven't stumped him. You're right. It is a fence. It is most definitely a fence. All right, let me try one more, and then okay. that's it. What is always coming but never arrives? Oh, I knew that the answer to this. Oh. What's always coming but never arrives, it's tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for that. He got them all right. He got them all right. I got them all right. I I should get them all right. I did write the book. Um, (laughs) But there's some silly ones as well. What does a a duck do when it flies upside down? Crackers. uh, I I don't know. It cracks up. It cracks up. Well, go on then, quickly. uh, Just resolve that one for us for anyone with their kids in the car. A dog is on one side of the river and manages to cross, but doesn't get wet and doesn't use a boat. Yeah, or a bridge. Because the river is frozen over. It runs across the river. Oh. It's a frozen river. Can I just say yeah. that Polly, the producer, got it right. She said oh, well. that. She said the river's frozen. Can I say, that's why she is the producer. And you're having just to sort of dance around like a, a, and I like get, a duck on, I just on get a told plate. what to do by her. That's quite frankly yeah. how this game works. Look, Giles, it's wonderful to talk to you. And it is wonderful every time I see you in the corridor to at least exchange a glance and say hello, good morning, and I hope you're well. Uh, have you got anything lovely planned for today? Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to the theatre. I'm going to see Witness for the Prosecution. I'm one of my grandchildren, Cassian, to Witness for the Prosecution. It's an Agatha Christie play. It's being done in, in London uh, at the old um, uh, LCC, oh. you know, no, no, not at the old Vic, uh, County Hall. Right. Uh, across Westminster Bridge. So it's like a real courtroom. I love an Agatha Christie. Okay. So I'm, going, I'm going out with a grandchild. Lovely. Well, look, doing. have a fantastic Saturday. Lovely of you to get on the line and talk to us today. Giles's new book, What Goes Up White and Comes Down Yellow, is out to buy now in hardback. Giles, thank you. And Merry Christmas in case it in case it's cancelled. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Why not? Yeah. Merry Christmas to you too. Take care. Bye. Now. Bye. Still to come. Luke Pritchard from the Kooks tells us all about his brand new album, Ten Tracks to Echo in the Dark. But first, oh, hello, Martha. Hello. So, Martha, it's always a lot. I've never seen you in your chef's whites. Oh, well. Oh, so this is new today. I know. Well, I didn't. I'm cooking with saffron today, and I thought I don't want that. 
Oh wow! Okay, I'm wearing my white, I'm wearing my white trainers today, which I only took out of the washing machine yesterday, so I can make sure you know you that thing like nothing can drop on these trainers. Yeah, I need they to get need your to apron. Le- yeah, they need to at least stay white for at least two days. So, what have you made for us today? So, this is um, a recipe celebrating cherries. We're in British cherry season, so you want to be making the most of them. So, this is a cherry saffron and chicken pilaf, so a one pot rice dish, basically. Now, I was beaten on MasterChef by a one pot recipe by Liz <gasps> McLaren. Wow. So I I know that some people say one pot dishes now they're not going to be great but this from your picture looks sensational. Is it a very spicy dish? Not spicy at all. It's kind of like a gentle aromatic spice. So it's kind of a Middle Eastern style dish. It's got pistachios in there, cinnamon, all sorts of lovely aromatics. Okay, I can smell it from where I'm sitting. <laughs> I can see the pot, the one pot in which it's been cooked, and I can see a spoon and a fork and a bowl. Does that mean it's tasting time? Oh, absolutely. So let's go through the ingredients before. I describe what it's like because I'm still eating it. (laughs) Of course. Uh, So ingredients, we're going to start with an onion. I feel like whenever you cook onion, and Hannah mentioned this when she came into the kitchen to take the behind the scenes, but she was like, it smells so good in here. It's like, Mm. it is literally just onion. But onion is such a good backbone. It creates amazing flavour. So you want to cook your onions 15 minutes so that they're nice and caramelised and soft. Then we're going to go in with some basmati rice, um, a little bit of chicken, just kind of, you can buy it diced in Waitrose. So you just chuck that in as well. Let it brown a tiny bit, but not too much because we don't want it to overcook once we add in those other ingredients. But yeah, then we're going to be adding rice, a little bit of saffron, make it a bit posh. Yeah. Cinnamon stick for some aromatics. Then we've got sour cherries, which come dried in the cook's ingredients range. And these are amazing. They like com- contrast against those sweet, fresh cherries really oh, nicely. These aren't, so these aren't fresh? So some of them are fresh. Oh. You're going to have to root through there and see if you can find a sour one. Oh, so wow. there's little sour ones which are dried. Yeah. Um, and then there's fresh ones that go in right at the end because you don't want those to kind of leak their colour into the rice. You want those to they go in literally two minutes towards the end of the cooking. Sorry, that was my headphone headbutting them up. <laughs> I was like... Oh, the sour cherry's delicious. Yeah, really, they're such a lovely ingredient. They're brilliant in um, cookies as well. If you make dark chocolate cookies with a little sour cherry in there. Mm. And actually, do you know what? I don't like cranberries. I'm not a big cranberry fan. Yes. I think a sour cherry is a great replacement for a cranberry. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so do carry on. Absolutely. So we are. So we kind of we put our onions in. Then we've, the rice goes in. We are going to put in our stocks. So you need 500 millilitres of chicken stock. That's what kind of categorises a pilaf as something that's been cooked in stock. So the rice is just full of flavour. The lid goes on, cooks for 12 minutes, take the lid off, put in some pistachios, your fresh cherries, your saffron, stir it up, lid goes back on for two minutes, and voila! It's a 15-minute dish. It's so easy. Once you've done your prep, 15 minutes in the full-time cooking, it's really simple. People will love it. Did you use pre-cooked rice like you know the microwaveable mat bags of no, rice I didn't. you just use normal rice that's normal that 15 minutes rice yeah it only needs 15 minutes in the stock it cooks really quickly mm. and you, the stock will all evaporate away and you'll be left with a lovely kind of dry but with all those juicy cherries yeah it's just i love just a one pot one pot to well, wash you up know what? Look, to, be, <laughs> yeah, to be fair making a dish in one pot when you're at home and you, we all live busy lives yes. that's fantastic now what things could i substitute can i Take the chicken breast and make that maybe chicken thighs. Yeah, you could take chicken. You could take chicken breast to thighs, or you could take them out altogether yeah. and do something ve- vegetarian or vegan. You could pop in some nice bits of broccoli at the end. Yeah, things like that. It's a really good base for doing all sorts of things. And at what stage would I add something if I wanted to make it a little bit more spicy? 
Uh, I would stick it in when the cinnamon stick goes in, so with the rice. So rice goes in and it's a dry mix. Add in any spices, yeah, because it would be nice, I would imagine, with a little bit of a kick. Yeah, just, I mean, again, a bit of heat, you know, something. Uh, it is delicious, Martha. Yeah. You're so talented. <laughs> oh, thank you. It really is delicious and really quite simple. All the ingredients available at Waitrose. Absolutely. And if you want to make this dish, all you need to do is head to waitrose.com forward slash show chef. All the recipes prepared by Martha, past and present, are on there. And don't forget, if you want to see what the dish looks like, head to our social media pages at Virgin Radio UK. The picture has just been taken of us both with the dish for Instagram. Are you back tomorrow? I'm back tomorrow with something sweet. I was going to say, if we had savoury today, that means we get sweet tomorrow. <laughs> and what does it involve? What's the key ingredient? Oh, it's going to be cherries again, Andy. OK, I love it. Martha, have a fantastic <laughs> Saturday. You too. Nice to see you. Andy Peters on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's Waitrose. Virgin Radio. Martha, our show chef is here. Good morning, Martha. Good morning. Lovely to see you. Nice to see you too. Again, because I saw you yesterday. <laughs> uh, yesterday, you made me something, well, it was a chicken pilaf mm. uh, with cherries, with some sour cherries and real cherries. Not that sour cherries aren't real cherries, fresh cherries. <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, what have you conjured up from Waitrose today? So, this is a cherry chocolate lava pudding. Or puddings, plural, yeah. because it's not one big pudding. It's in little individual pot puddings. Right, okay, now... The ingredients we'll talk through later, but it's a lovely dessert. Is it hard to make? It, it's, at the, it's at the more challenging end. It's kind of like on MasterChef when they go, oh, what's the hardest dessert you could make? Yeah. It's a chocolate fondant, right? That's yeah. the one where they go, oh, that or a souffle is the yeah. one they go, oh, they're actually going to so do that. Ma- do you know what? I did a chocolate fondant at MasterChef. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did it go well? It went very well. I mean, I have to say, I've got three friends. Uh, well, sorry, that is not a statement. I've got three friends. <laughs> I've, got three I've got three friends, friends, comma, who got to taste. I must have made about 20 of them <laughs> one evening, just trying to get the timing right, chilling the mix to the right temperature yeah. so that I knew it would do what it did in the oven. So, yeah, they're harder to do, but when you get it right, you get it right. It's sensational. Exactly. So these are slightly easier than a chocolate fondant, but they do still have that slight fear factor of the turning them out and are they going to be... They're going to be lavalicious or not, you know? Okay, well, Martha, <laughs> you've made three for me. Is that just so that you've hedged your bets? Yeah. <laughs> so you can hedge your bets. One of them might work. Okay, <laughs> no fair one's enough. supposed to know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give it a try and then we'll go through the recipe with Martha. Actually, Martha, I'm wondering, I have this list of people that I think I'll take to lunch one day Ooh. because they're cool people and I like their music. Maybe you could actually just cook the lunch. <laughs> Oh my goodness, the pressure, and it's, it's enough pressure cooking for you. <laughs> what with me being a celebrity master chef, judging me? Oh, that little job I do. Um, <laughs> uh, but Martha is here. She is our show chef. Uh, she's here every weekend creating recipes from the Waitrose Weekend newspaper. Uh, today you have done. Today I've done some cherry chocolate lava puddings. I've got six cherry recipes in this week's weekend paper and this is one of them this is the most impressive one i think okay now i have to say i've just gone into mine and yes uh, it's pouring out like lava as a chocolate fondant should (laughs) and i've noticed you've got some cherries inside as well oh yeah absolutely you've got a little few cherries in the middle now i'm calling this a lava pudding basically because if you're having people around for dinner you don't want to make the promise of a fondant Mm -hmm. and then it not come out right correct so promise a lava pudding yeah 
And that can be in the ramekin. It can be turned out the ramekin. Whatever you feel when they come out will be the safest option. And then they can be really impressive and think, oh, it's actually a fondant. Or it can be a love pudding in a ramekin and everyone will be happy. Now you've used, <laughs> exactly. Now you've used cherries because they are in season at the moment, available in store. Absolutely, yes. Take us through the method of making this. So we're going to start by greasing our moulds. You can use these little Dariol moulds. It's best to use ones made of metal if you're going to turn them out because you get that kind of crispy crust on the outside and it keeps the middle molten. Or you can use a ramekin or anything of that kind of small size. A cupcake pan will work as well. You're going to grease it with butter and then dust it heavily with cocoa powder. Now you need to do this so that they kind of turn out nicely and mm-hmm. don't get stuck in the tin. Um, then we're going to melt chocolate and butter together in a pan over some boiling water and in another bowl whisk together some eggs and some egg yolks with some sugar until they're nice and thick and fluffy. Mm-hmm. Fold through that chocolate mixture, sprinkle over a little bit of flour just to give it some body. Then we're going to divide that between our little moulds. We're going to put a little bit of chopped cherry in the middle so you get a little burst of that fresh kind of tanginess. Cover it with the rest of your mixture and they bake for 8 to 10 minutes. But if you don't want to bake them straight away you can put them in the moulds in the fridge for up to two days so you can bake them from chilled so you can have them ready for your guests that's, <clears throat> that's kind of what I did when I made chocolate fondants on MasterChef I made the mix and then put it in the fridge until the when I needed to cook yes. it yes which I think helps rest it a little bit as well and it means you know the temperature it's cooking from to therefore do your eight minutes and think it'll be perfect in the middle if you want to get full details of this oh by the way yesterday you introduced me to sour cherries mm. could I use sour cherries in this oh absolutely you could yeah for sure you probably would want to to, um, do a mixture of sour and fresh because the sour ones had come dried so they're a yeah. little bit kind of you'd want the juiciness I could of hydrate, fresh could I hydrate them first? I bet you could actually you could soak them in a little bit of yeah cherry juice or a bit of Kirsch liqueur is that, is that, is that the cherry brand? cherry yeah. yeah that thing yeah okay lovely well if you want full details of how to make the lovely cherry chocolate lava puddings all you've got to do is go online to waitrose.com forward slash show chef that's where the recipe exists uh, you can see more on our own website uh, check our socials at virgin radio uk and you can find that on facebook twitter and instagram there is actually a picture of you and i on instagram right now <laughs> holding one of the well i've already said there were three uh, and my one was spot on so absolutely delicious uh, the team are all eyeing up the other two so i think there's going to be a bit of a scrum in the studio andy peters on the graham norton radio show with waitrose you can taste when it's waitrose virgin radio uh, right now time to talk to well luke pritchard he's lead singer in the kooks luke good morning to you oh good morning how, how are, are you i'm all right thank you how are you this morning yeah i'm great i enjoyed that tune Oh, uh, it's a great no, song. You can you can never overplay that song, can you? I abso- I absolutely agree with you. Genuinely, it's one of my favourite Bon Jovi <laughs> songs. And I actually had a really funny run-in with John Bon Jovi once and a private jet and a pair of sunglasses. But it's a story for another time. Literally, everybody in the studio is now looking at me going, what? Yeah, very odd Incredible. experience with a private jet, sunglasses and John Bon Jovi. But that's the life I lead. Incredible. Uh, so now, listen, look, <laughs> the kooks are so successful. We've been going since 2004. One of the things that I was, I still find extraordinary is you went to the Brit School. That's where you, the original lineup, all yeah. met. That school has produced so many great artists. Do you feel privileged yeah. to, have, to be part of that alumni? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, it was great. Um, it's just, it was a good spot to just meet uh, fellow musicians. And also for me, you know, it was great to uh, experience different kinds of music. Because, you know, I, I grew up on like, you know, Bob Dylan and Everly Brothers and stuff like this. And then kind of got exposed to lots of uh, different styles. Um, so, yeah, I'm very proud I went there. And, yeah, just cool, cool people, man. And 
Long May It Live. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Now, your new album, your sixth studio album, was released on Friday, just mm. gone. Um, doing very well already, I know. Tell me a bit about the album. Yeah, um, yeah, we're very excited. It's been good. Um, I, I guess I describe it as like kind of futurist yacht rock. Um, it's kind of got a uh, yeah, it's great. It's good. It's it's cool. I just love being in this band. You know, we kind of keep reinventing and refreshing what we do. We got a bit of like Berlin cool coming into the to the camp and uh, and some some new new vibes. So I'm just really happy with it. I hope people are digging it and. Uh, it's you know, it's just great to be making a sick album. Crazy, right? I mean, you, when you start out, you, you you can't believe that you'd be at that position where you're still loving uh, making records with each other, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, some time later. Um, I'll do them, you know, 18 years later, you're still making great songs. You, Because yeah, well, yeah. I, I think you're right. You you wouldn't yeah. have thought it, would you, when you first started that in 18 years, you'd still be being played on Virgin um, and exactly. still be happy exactly. making music and doing, you know, doing what you do and you love. I didn't, yeah. Go on. Exactly. I did. I, and, 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 you know, it's like me, me and Hugh, it's like it's been a kind of amazing almost marriage, you know, we just have, have um, stuck together and it's been... Yeah, it's been a crazy ride, man. But um, I think we're in just such a good spot. I, I love making this new record. It's, um, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> you've got that Sunday you've got that Sunday morning vibe but I know you've recently become a dad as yeah. well so I'm not sure maybe did you have yeah. a rough night a long night last night well I was playing truck fest and so yeah I'm maybe a tiny bit hungover but um, well and you know and when you you know yeah when you're a dad and you go on tour and then you come back you know you can't there's no rest when you get back you know you're back in yeah so, it's a little a, bit of that woke up early <laughs> <laughs> well look do you know what i will give you three minutes and 24 seconds of rest uh if you tell me a little oh, bit definitely. about cold heart oh yeah cold heart um you know it's uh, a kind of disco banger celebrating a kind of uh a kind of crazy person who maybe she she's terrible to you but you know you kind of realize that she's got inner traumas and trying to be at peace with that quick question for you luke from yeah. the kooks uh, Luke from the Kooks. Uh, how do you decide, <laughs> sorry, uh, how do you decide to make a song end? I love a song that ends and doesn't fade. I'm not a musician. Uh, is there a process? Yeah. Is there a process about deciding whether yeah, it fades or ends? Yeah, I mean, a fade out can seem like a bit of a cop out. We actually had a song on our first album called Time Awaits where we faded out and then faded back in and faded <laughs> out. We thought we were really experimental, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it can be hard. I mean, that song's quite funny because if you get the album version of Cold Heart, um, we have a whole other ending. It's like a kind of, it goes into a kind of Pink Floyd psychedelic alien singing and all kinds. So with that one, the single edit, I just kind of was like, how are we going to get back to the chorus? You know? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you just end on, I don't know, just sometimes it happens. I'm into happy accidents. Right. Yeah. Oh, I but like if it that doesn't phrase. work, then you've got to fade. You know, it's a cop out. If, if, if it doesn't work, um, then you've got to you've got to fade out. You did a tour this year. You finished touring. I mean, straight back off the back of COVID, an 18 date UK yeah. tour celebrating yeah. the 15th anniversary of the album Inside In, Inside In, Inside Out. Uh, do you just love being on the road still as much? Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, it's festival season now as well, which is amazing. It's like our kind of spiritual home and. It's, uh, yeah, I think, you know, obviously having a forced sabbatical at the beginning, it was quite nice. It kind of, to be honest, it kind of sorted me out. I think it was quite a good moment for me. But, 
but getting back, you know, you realize the gratitude of like being human and playing and um, seeing the fans. And we have like amazing fans. So we're, we're loving it. And yeah, we're going to go tour kind of around the world. And we got to like Mexico and South America and kind of, you know, so it, it, a lot of things that you missed, you know. Um, but I love playing. It's just, it's, it's life. Yeah, no, it's great. I've got some upcoming live dates. You're playing on the 28th of July, which must be next Thursday, this Thursday, at the Why Not Festival on the 31st in uh, Kendall Calling. So you just don't stop touring. You're just always on the road. And you talked about your fans. I I read an interview where you said this album is all about the fans. Yeah, I think, you know, we we want to give them, you know, something after COVID from us and something that hopefully, I think, you know, we're focusing on, uh, yeah, delivering what we think people want and giving them a lot of, I guess, in brackets, content and stuff like this um, and having fun with it. But, um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, you know, it's dedicated to my, my wife and my family, but it's for the fans and, and, and hopefully some bangers that people can come and have a great night. And, you know, that's what we're all about. We're entertainers. We want people to come and, and lose themselves. And we're living in crazy times and music is something which... Um, I truly believe can can be a big deal right now to try and get us back on top, you know? Okay, well, look, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the programme today, Luke. Um, we oh, spoke, thank you so much. We spoke earlier on the show about songs that get you going. Is there any particular song that really gets you going, that gets you through your day, gets you through a difficult situation? Um, <clears throat> uh, living on a prayer now. Yeah, definitely, because <laughs> you've heard it this morning, That's yeah? The one. Thank get you on. so much. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Have a great day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, um... Guest. Guest. It's like a form of Tourette's. Uh, right, it's time to play Guest. Guess your chance to win an amazing Waitrose gift box, uh, which includes a Graham Norton branded reusable hot drinks cup, champagne, truffles, Florentine shortbread, Prince Charles organic raspberry jam, so it's from the Duchy Farm, and number one aged balsamic vinegar of Medina, which is in Italy where it's one hour ahead of the time it is in the UK now. So yesterday we played you the clip. This is the clip. Yeah, we have we have chickens. We have two chickens. Just the two? Just the two. Um, what are they called? Uh, one's changed its name a few times. Bright Bomber, and then it was Bob, and, and then the notorious chicken, um, Cockerel, both Cockerels, Wanted Layers, got Cockerels. It's like potluck. Um, his name is Heavy Metal. So it's a rollover today. Interestingly, yesterday, Toby in Totnes, he thought it was Sophie Ellis-Bexter. He was wrong. Joanna in Bath thought it was Kira Knightley. She was wrong. Garrett in Putney, who goes to my favourite coffee shop, he thought it was Elizabeth Banks. He was wrong. Three people got it wrong. Mr. Know-It-All, friend of the show, Matthew, he's made his guess for us today. I don't know if he's right. And I don't know if Claire in Ledbury has got it right either. Good afternoon, Claire. Hi. How, how are you? Really good, thank you. Okay, what have you done so far this morning? Um, I've been baking because my husband's sort of got his local charity cricket match, so sending goodies. Oh, fantastic. What have you baked? What have you baked? Good old chocolate brownie, always a favourite, and some chocolate orange cake. Okay, can't go wrong with a chocolate brownie, and obviously, yeah, chocolate orange cake, delicious. Any frosting or icing on any of your cakes? A little bit of frosting on the cake with a segment of chocolate orange. Oh, I think that chocolate with chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Look, what's wrong with chocolate with chocolate? I live my life chocolate with chocolate. That's who I am. Uh, so, did you hear it yesterday and did you try to get through yesterday? 
I heard it and I thought I knew who it was, but I didn't ring. So okay. Today, I thought I'd give it a go. Good for you. And also, not only have you given it a go, you've got through and you're the first caller on the line. So let's get the tension building. And remember, Claire, what happens here is if you've got it right, you and I continue to talk best friends for life. And maybe you could put a flapjack or a chocolate brownie in the post. Uh, if you get it wrong, though, Claire, we cut you off and you and I finished. <laughs> it's firm but fair, Claire. Firm but fair. Firm but fair. You, you know, I think you, I mean, you pre- as a baker, it's all about getting it right and that's the only option. No pressure. No, no, oh, no, 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 no pressure. <laughs> no, <laughs> just going to miss out on that amazing list of prizes from Waitrose. Okay, so Claire, who do you think our guest, the guest is? I think it's Tamsin Egerton. Tamsin Egerton. Right. I genuinely, genuinely don't know. I wait. And when I give the signal, the computer will tell me if you're right or wrong. Oh, Claire was wrong. See, I wanted her to be right because then I would have got some free chocolate cake. Disaster. Uh, Okay, Ian in Devon. Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon. How are we? I'm very well indeed, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. What have you been up to today? Uh, making uh, making cooked breakfast, uh, watering the hanging baskets in the square out of the front of the house. Oh, lovely. Um, and making making lunch, or preparing lunch. Oh, and might I ask what one is having for lunch? We're having a brisket of beef. Oh, lardy. Well, I say lunch is actually for dinner by the time of got it done pulled your finger out and got it done it'll be dinner time exactly could be breakfast but could be breakfast tomorrow Ian. you sound so laid back i love it wow okay very true ian thank you so much for listening to virgin uh did you hear this yesterday yes okay are you going with the same guest that you thought yesterday but didn't ring today you have phoned in uh yes i am the same guest okay right let's get that tension bed in build that extra bit of drama because we can and as I said to Claire Ian it's quite simple you get it right you and me friends for life I'm down in Devon I'm popping around for scones you get it wrong Ian we don't Mm -hmm. talk again and if your beef brisket burns I couldn't care less (laughs) firm but fair Ian firm but fair firm but fair fair. okay right so you're sticking with your guest that you had in your head yesterday when you didn't phone you phoned today you've got through Ian who do you think our guest the guest is I think it's Ellie Golding. You think it's Ellie Golding. I don't know, and I genuinely don't know. <sighs> Ian, I'm, I, do, look, do you know what? I'm going to look up and I'm going to tell them to play the computer. If it's right, you and I, bam, 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 big, big buddies. If it's wrong, we never talk again. Okay, let's see. Okay. Right or wrong with, what was your guess, Ellie Golding? Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding? Oh, no, it's not Ellie Golding. Oh, and I would have loved to pop round to Ian's for scones. Darn it. Okay. Um, Wow, Claire's got it wrong. Ian's got it wrong. Could this be a double rollover into next Saturday? Jane in Sheffield. Jane, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Andy. Well, Jane, I mean, you are the sixth person who's going to have a guess at this. I can't believe that... Five people have got it wrong. Okay, right. So, Jane, were you listening yesterday? I was, yeah. Okay, are you sticking with... Did you have a guess yesterday? Uh, I'm sticking with the same person that I thought it was. We just caught it, actually. We just arrived home and we just put the radio on and I went, oh, it sounds like this 
person. Okay. And I'm sticking with it. Okay, fine. Well, this is it. Let's find out. We get the tension going. Um, If you get it right, on the sixth attempt of doing Guess the Guest, if you get it right, you win that prize from Waitrose with champagne, truffles, Florentine, shortbread, jam, and aged balsamic vinegar from Medina in Italy. And Woo-hoo. I know, and because it's a rollover, we're going to send you a used Virgin radio mug. Oh, that's that's just worth it. That's everything. That's like the trophy. Perfect. You took the words right out of my mouth, Jane in Sheffield. The question is, Jane, have you got it right? So I told you, Mr. Know-It-All, my friend who knows everything about everything, he's made a guess. I'm wondering if okay. your guess and his guess are the same. So what okay. is your guess? Billy Piper. Interestingly... Your guess and his guess are the same. So either you're both wrong or you're both right. Let's find out. Jane, you did it. You did it. Jane, congratulations. You are absolutely right. It was, in fact, Billy Piper. Sixth guess. Has that ever happened before? I've never, certainly not while I've been doing the show, six guesses. Well done, Jane. What do you do for a living, by the way, Jane? Um, I'm just a sales assistant in a card and gift shop. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. Well, look, congratulations. And then the rest of the time, I look after my grandchildren. You're a grandmother? I am. You, I am. I'm a young grandma. Oh, you sound so young. You don't. Oh, mate. Well, how cool to have a funky grandmother called Jane. Jane, congratulations. <laughs> you have won today's guest. Well, you've won yesterday's and today's guest of the guest. You will win a Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box with that champagne, truffles, ginger Florentines, shortbread, raspberry jam, and Medina aged balsamic vinegar. And the mug. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the mug. <laughs> Jane, have an amazing, amazing day. And the same to you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. And hey, have you clicked that follow button on our socials yet? If not, you're missing out on all the behind-the-scenes action from the kitchen to the studio. Just look up at Virgin Radio UK on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Hey, I'll see you soon. Andy Peters on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's Waitrose. Virgin Radio.